intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you welcome to the trucking risk and insurance podcast Hey, welcome back to the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast, where your hosts, John Farquhar of Summit Risk Solutions and Chris Harris. Uh, sometimes we just chat, and that's what we're doing today. John and I are going to discuss how we became involved in safety, and I'd like to say how we became safety professionals. So with that, let's bring Johnny in. Good day, Johnny. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Gosh, I haven't seen you in a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, we already had our first laugh. Okay, so <laughs> we're talking about safety professionals because I know you've been asked, yes. I've certainly been asked, how yes. in the world did I become the person I am today in the profession that I am? John, how did you, um, was this something you planned to do, become a safety guy? Actually, no, farthest thing from my mind, to be honest with you. Um, I, you know, I started my career in the eighties as a driver, uh, then moved into being an owner operator, owned a couple of trucks. And then, uh, shortly after that, I bought the company that I was working with, you know, uh, my, my friend was wanting to retire. So I took it on. And prior to me buying the company, one of the things that we struggled with was some safety management, right? So, and a couple of things that I stepped into was like, that doesn't look like it's very hard. I could do that, you know, um, from doing some um, compliance files, maintenance files, you know, making sure that we ordered our profiles to review them, you know, and back then they were absolutely terrible. But uh, yeah, you know, there was some things like that. And even when we were doing, um, we didn't have IFTA back then. You know, it was a very much different program back then. And you had the old bingo card you put, you know, and whatnot. And you had to get permits for each state. Well, I, I got into saying, well, we're using a service for that. God, we could save us a bunch of money if I did it myself. Is that possible? And, and, and Floyd, who owned the company at the time, was like, yeah, whatever. If it's going to save us some money, yeah, why not? I'd rather pay you than pay somebody else. So, you know, so I just took it upon myself to reach out to those folks learn what I could do to manage it. You know, and I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, how do I want to say it? I didn't burn a bridge there because if I ever needed their help, I, I wanted to have that, but I just let them know I was wanting to learn how to do this. So that's kind of how it started, you know, and then it was just one thing after another, after another. And then I remember having this insurance guy come in. Um, I, I was like 10 trucks at the time and this insurance guy you know, they called up and said, hey, I want to come in and see you and whatnot. And, you know, he had a couple of suggestions um, and whatnot and uh, said, you should do this and you should do that. And you should, you know, tidy this up. And what was hilarious was he knew nothing about trucking. Uh, he'd, he'd read the regulations and that's all he was going by. So at, at first I was a little offended because I thought, well, who are you to tell me? I've been trucking. I know what I'm doing. But then I realized uh, yeah, I've been trucking a lot, but maybe I don't know all the rules, all the regulations that I should. So, uh, so I, I reached out to a couple of friends of mine who were doing some safety work, and I said, "Hey, uh, I could use a little bit of help." 
And uh, sure enough, they, they come in and, you know, charge me a fee and whatnot and help me put some things together and then said, here, you, know, you don't need me all the time. You can do this yourself. Just put this together and make this happen. Here's your template and, and away you go. And, and that was kind of the starting, you know, the, the first steps, I guess, into my, my safety professional career. But I didn't think of it at the time because I was the uh, shortly after that, I took on the ownership of the company uh, and it just became part of the ownership. You know, um, it wasn't until I closed the company and then had to decide what I was going to do from there. So you closed the company and became a safety guy. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of hilarious because my wife and I, you know, when we set the trucks all down, we sold them all and, you know, we're like standing there in the shop, it's all clean. And, you know, we'd give up the, the lease on the shop and we're kind of going, what are we going to do? I said, the only thing I know how to do is, is drive. I don't know how to do anything else. I'm just a driver. And uh, so we decided I would take a few months off and just kind of think about what I wanted to do. Maybe I would go drive for a company or something. And, and, and it was just totally by chance. Uh, I got a phone call from uh, a friend who runs his own small trucking operation. And he said, Hey, um, I need some help. And I know you did this for your company. Um, would, would you be interested to come over here and, you know, maybe help me out a day a week or something and, and, you know, hire, help hire some drivers and stuff. And, I was like, yeah, I guess I could do that. And then that turned into another phone call, which turned into another phone call. And that's when I went, okay, maybe there's an opportunity here, you know, that I hadn't thought of at all. So, you know, and, and then it was the next steps after that. Well, see, my, my career was a little bit different. I mean, I was a truck driver, although not a long haul guy. I, I was, uh, had my tractor trailer license and everything. But I, I had a really terrible attitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, geez, it's really changed with age because it's way better now then. <laughs> well, I did. And, and, you know, looking back now, I really felt sorry for the people that I worked for. Um, mm -hmm. But I had a terrible attitude because I can remember being a truck driver and hating it because yeah. I had a college education and I wasn't using my education at the time. I was mm. in my early twenties and, right. and by this time I owned a house and had a mortgage and had kids mm -hmm. and I couldn't take a pay cut. And that's what would have happened had I wanted to use my college education, I would have had right. to take a pay cut sure, and come off the road. Right. And so I couldn't do that for financial reasons. And so I finally talked to myself and I said, you know, you're not going to go to work every day hating your job because I looked at my job and my job was pretty good. I was being well paid. Right. I was working with good people um, yep. and it was a good company I was working for. So sure. like, there was a lot sure. of good there yep. and I hated it. And I realized that it was only me because I felt I should be doing something different than being a truck driver because of a college education. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I yep. finally realized that, well, that was bullshit. So, <laughs> well, it was, I mean, let's call yep. it what it was. Yeah. I was exactly. unhappy with myself. Right. And I vowed right. to go to work and have fun and enjoy my job because if I'm yep. not going to quit and exactly. as I say, the company was a good company. The people I worked for were good people. Yep. It was just, it was only me. I was the flaw 
if there was. So I changed my bloody attitude and went to work. Yep. And it wasn't, yep. I'll bet you it wasn't three months before I got called into the office. And this was uh, my supervisor. If Dave yep. ever hears this, Dave Bapti called me into the office. <laughs> he may not even remember this, but he, he looked at me and he swore using a word I won't use here, but he uh -huh. said, Chris, yep. what the, uh, is wrong with you? Uh huh. And I said, Dave, what, what's wrong? He yeah. said, Chris, I used to see you almost every day, bitching, moaning, and complaining yeah. about your work. Yep. And I've missed you, buddy. Like, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, I mean, I told Dave what I did. I said, Dave, yep. I changed my attitude because. Yep. And he says, I noticed. Yep. He said, Chris, by the way, you're my new driver trainer. I went, what? <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, and that's what started things. And I ended up leaving that company. Well, that company lost the contract. Um, right. Another company took it over. And I was, by this time, I worked my way up into operations manager. Sure. And sure. I can remember the day I walked out into the hallway and I bumped into this guy. I didn't know who he was. His name was Claude right. Chalk, as it turned out. But I ran into Claude and he just could see the stress on me and yep. he ended up, it took several minutes, but he convinced me to go for lunch with him. And yep. after we had lunch, he met me a couple of weeks later in my office and we chatted a little bit and he basically said, you're about to quit, aren't you? I mm -hmm. said, well, mm -hmm. I'm pretty stressed out. I could, yep. uh, he said, if I had an opening in the safety department, would you apply? Because at that oh. time in our company, you had to post the job and see if anybody right. internal wanted it. Sure. I said, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know? And so I was fortunate that I found that Claude found me Yep. and he mentored me and I Perfect. worked for about five years under Claude in yep. the safety department. And I, that's how I learned safety because right. when I first joined Claude, I didn't know what needed to be in a truck driver file. Yep. Yep, yep. I had no yep. idea. I didn't even know what that green book was. Remember the green book? That <laughs> yes. FMC, yep. Right? Federal regulations. Yep. I didn't know what that was. Yep. yep. But because I wanted to learn it and Claude mm -hmm. wanted to teach somebody. Sure. It was a perfect. marriage made in heaven. And yep. you know, I was fortunate to have a really good mentor. Um, awesome. I was lucky that way. Awesome. Yep. So awesome. And yep. it, that's cool for yep. two reasons. You didn't have a mentor and you Not became, in the beginning, no. yeah. you became a very successful safety person. I was fortunate and I had a mentor Yep. and I became a safety person. Yeah. Yep. So two different yep. paths. Yep. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. You know, kind of equaling the same. I mean, you now have your own company. You started your company <laughs> up a few years after I started mine. And by the way, I get this question a lot. Are we partners? No, out there, we, <laughs> we're not partners. Uh, we're the same competitors. Thing. Yes. Yep. In many ways, we are competitors. But, you know, John and I, obviously, we, we get along. We're friends outside of work. And uh, we both have different strengths within yes. the safety and compliance business. Yes. But um, we're not we're not sharing the dimes at all. No, no, no. And I was going to say, if anything, I, I would actually call it strategic partners where yeah. we, we, we are aligned for the same goal in the industry. Um, 
but we're not, we don't own the same company together or we don't share ownership and anything to that effect, but we're strategic where, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll share work back and forth if need be, you know, it's, there's things that I don't do uh, that you do. There's things you don't do that I do. So it's kind of like, well, Hey, let's, let's help the customer. But you know what, we, we specialize in our different areas. Yeah. So, um, but John and I got to this safety area totally different ways. How did you end up at uh, Zurich Insurance way back when? Well, so interesting enough, uh, when I was doing, after I'd closed down the trucking company and I got into doing a little bit of freelance safety, uh, what I did is I still owned my company. Um, The company was called Transglobal. And so what we did is we just restructured the company and we called it Transglobal Risk Management Services. And doing some freelance stuff and, you know, word got out. It was, you know, just word of mouth mostly with what I was doing. Uh, but I was at a client and I was helping them manage their their safety programs. They were about, uh, I want to say somewhere around 25, 30 trucks. It, it, it was actually a company I used to work with years prior. I used to be an owner-operator on with their fleet. Uh, and then when we, we had Transglobal going the way we did, we did freight back and forth. So I knew these guys quite well. And uh, anyway, they had called me up and said, look, we're, we need some help. We're at a stage now. We really need a safety person on board. Uh, and then I kind of integrated into a little bit of their operations just so the owners who ran the show could take vacation. And so I was able to do some dispatching and find freight because I had all the contacts. But anyway, the, the safety gig. And what it was was the company was up for renewal for their insurance policy. And the insurance representative was insured with Zurich, had come in uh, to to do the evaluation or assessment. And I was the representative for the company at the time. And so I walked them through everything that we were doing. One, they were quite impressed with the controls we had in place. Uh, and then, you know, he was quite impressed with what I had done and realizing I was not an employee of the company. I was more of a consultant, helping them out, set them up, get them going, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and uh, anyway, he had made the comment that he says, wow, he says, you're, you're, you're pretty good at this. Has you ever thought of maybe working on the insurance side? And I went, no, no, never thought of that. You know, just like, geez, dude, like I'm still just learning this. So anyway, um, a few months later, I got a phone call um, from one of his uh, coworkers that I happened to know, and I didn't know he worked there. Anyway, he called me up and he said, hey, Johnny. I said, oh, hey, Tom, how you doing? Yeah, I'm talking to you in a coon's aid. He used to work for my uncle. And uh, he goes, hey, we're, we're looking for somebody over here. He says, think you might be interested in having a conversation with somebody. Well, yeah, well why not? Let's, let's see what happens. And uh, so uh, I did end up having a, a conversation with the manager of the team. Um, unfortunately, I was told later I didn't get the position because they hired somebody else. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't know this at the time until I think it was another six months after that. They called me up and said, hey, uh, we want to rekindle that that conversation because we're looking for somebody again. And I was like, oh, OK. I didn't think they hired anybody. But when they did bring me on, they said, yeah, we did hire somebody. Um, it's not that that person was any better. It's just they were brought forward and somebody else had put in a good word and the way they went and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't have any references because... Well, I was self-employed. So uh, needless to say, um, that's how I got into Zurich Insurance. And then uh, I was still a 
contract. I was on contract, I guess, for three months before they actually hired me as a full-time employee because they didn't have approval for headcount yet. They were told they were getting it. They didn't have it, but they could hire a contractor. So they hired me on as a contractor. So within the three three months uh, time, um, the VP of the department had come to me and said, look, we want to offer you a full-time role. Um, We're quite blown away by what you're doing. And I went, what am I doing? You know, like I'm just, you know, you kind of set some groundwork and I've jumped at it. Um, and they said, well, we like the, 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 what you've done. You've just taken initiative on your own. And we're quite surprised by that. And I said, well, that's just how I've always been. I, you know, self-employed, you want to get somewhere, you want to get something done, you do it. And, uh, and that was kind of how that started. So, um, from there it, it blossomed really well. I was quite impressed with the, uh, my, tr- my, my progress for the next seven years, seven, almost eight years I spent there. Um, the manager of the team was no longer the manager, so they had no manager for the team, but he became my mentor um, to teach me about insurance. He, he just, he'd been there by that time, he'd been there 20 some odd years and he'd built a lot of what the team had. And so he really educated me even further. Um, I already had a good understanding of the regulations when it comes to transportation in Canada and the U S but he took it to a whole different level with regards to risk when it came to how you dress, address it from an insurance perspective, um, from a court perspective, because it was all about how do we, uh, defend ourselves, defend the company. Right. So, yeah. So it, uh, it went crazy. And, and I went from being a field rep to within five years, I was manager of the team. Yeah. See, and, and how I got into insurance was a little different. Um, the trucking company I was working for that Claude and I were both at uh, changed ownership and that really changed the culture. Ah, uh, yes, that'll do it that. It was a drastic change and it was yep. unfortunate. Um but my insurance rep from the insurance company comes in to do their, their thing. And I figured, Hey, this guy's going to all these different trucking insurance or going to all these different trucking companies. I said, and his name was Mark Richardson. I said, Hey Mark, uh, who's hiring a safety guy? I'm looking for a new job. Sure. And Mark said, well, the insurance company needs somebody. And I said, no way. I'm not working for an insurance company. I'm a safety guy. Uh, but, and believe it or not, I went for, uh, yeah, I went for an interview yep. and they said, Hey, would you like to come on board? I said, no, I don't think so. Um, I don't want to work. You know, I don't know anything about insurance anyways. Right. So I took a different job. I was at that job for about three months and a truck show was happening and uh, the insurance company was at the truck show and I saw the, the VP who inter- interviewed me and he said, how are things going? I said, oh, this new job's just not working out. And he said, well, we haven't hired anybody yet. You, oh, why don't you, and he said, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you go for a day with Mark, you know, yep. call in sick and go with our sure. safety guy and see yep. what he does. Yep. So, and that's what I did. So I went out with Mark for the day Cool. And when I saw what the man did, I went, holy jumping, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, had, awesome. I thought you had to know something about insurance to right. work for an insurance company. What a misconception. Yeah, so, yeah I know. 
they're they're looking for 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 somebody that has the expertise that you already had. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was shortly after that that you know I phoned yeah. up the VP and said, "Yeah, this looks good." He said, "Great, yeah. come on in. Let's discuss you know the the benefits and the salary right. and all that kind of stuff." Yeah. We quickly hit yeah. a deal. And within two weeks, I was working for an insurance company. Now, Sweet. the insurance company did say, hey, we want you to take some night school courses because there's this thing called a chartered insurance professional, a CIP. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was 12 yep. courses when I first started. He said, I don't want you to get your CIP, but uh, I do want you to take some of the courses uh, because sure. it'll give you a little bit of insurance knowledge, which would be sure. really useful. I said, okay. Perfect. And I did, and I ended up getting my CIP, my CRM, and my most prized designation, of course, CDS, the Certified Director of Safety, all while working at the insurance company. They paid for it all. Um, Yeah, it's a little extra work at night to do that, but hey, it was my career. And so I ended up working um, for many years, Mm -hmm. you know, before I went off on my own. Um, It was great. So anyways, that's, I asked... the safety guy from the insurance company who was hiring in trucking and <laughs> it took about seven months, but I ended up working yep. for the insurance company. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Quite a journey. Well, it was actually. And uh, Mark yeah. Richardson and I were the, the two guys there. We had a lot of fun. Yep. And, yep. you know, for anybody that's listening uh, to this and why in the hell would you? I mean, shit. Yep. But anyways... I'll tell you, the insurance industry, I don't know how you felt about it, John, the insurance companies Mm -hmm. that you work for, because you ended up working for, oh, I'm counting them up, three. Um, Yeah, yeah, one of them I don't count, but nonetheless, yes. (laughs) Well, you ended up working for three different companies as things transpired, um, because Zurich got out of the trucking business and you had to uh, find a new home. But would you agree with this statement? I thought working for an insurance company was one of the best gigs going. Yes. Yes, I agree. It, it was good. It was, a, it was a great job. I will admit that. Um, probably one of my biggest frustrations um, that I had while working with the insurance company was my abilities to help a client were, were limited somewhat because – I had so many clients to see on behalf of the insurance company, right? We were, right. we would go out, we would advise what you need to do, what you can't do, what you shouldn't do, what you should do. You know, here's best practices, here's things you need to do. But it kind of stopped there, right? It, it's, it's different than what we're doing today where I can actually go in, sit with the client and say, okay, you know what? We're going to spend the next four hours and we're going to work on doing these things and teach you how to do this. We, di- we didn't have that availability at time, unfortunately, because the insurance company didn't hire us to do that approach. That's where they said, well, that's where those consultants come in handy. You get, get them to take a consultant and, and use that and whatnot. So if anything, that was probably my, one of my biggest downfalls. But the bonus part was when a customer called you to say, hey, I need some advice or I need some assistance. Where, can you direct me? Can you get me in the right place? That's where we shined and we were able to say, here's the path you need to go. This is what you need to do. Unfortunately, I can't hold your hand because I, I just not allowed the time to do that. But, uh, but it was, it, it's a really good job to be able to say, I can really help people get on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, our, the company I work for, which is not, our employers don't overlap. Um, no, but our, 
the company I was working for, they really wanted us to be as much of an assistant to mm -hmm. the company as possible. But yeah. at the same time, the lawyers said, <laughs> you can't do too much. Yes, for, exactly. Exactly. Because we can't yeah. be perceived to be the safety department because that puts right. us in a legal risk position. Ex uh, so exactly. they were very careful as to how far we went. Yep. But, you know, there was one employer, when I first started out in 2011, sorry, um, there was one insurance company that was perceived to be very strict. And if you don't do what we tell you, uh, you're mm -hmm. going to be uh, without insurance or, or not yes. their insurance partner. Right. And our company, I was told, no, we don't want to be perceived like that. No. Work no. with the client, be a helpful resource as much yep. as you can. And of course, as I said, we had limits, but as much yep. as we can. Yep. So yep. anyways. But, but well, that was, because that was the whole idea is I want to help you I'm not here to tell you how to run your company and I'm not here to, you know, penalize you for what you're not doing. I'm here to help you to be a better company. I'm here to help you get on the right direction and in the right path. And that's the whole idea of what you and I and all the experience that we've got is to share that with people, you know, and, well, and help them and guide them to be better companies because it made better profit margins for insurance companies. That and I mean, and it's exactly what we do today. I mean, mm -hmm. let's do a, a an advertisement for Summit Risk Solutions and for Safety Dog. Safety but Dog, that's yep. exactly what we do today. Is yes. that we take our experience, but now we're able to yep. work with the company a little longer. Mm -hmm. Although we mm -hmm. both, neither one of us are working at any company one day a week or anything like that. We come in. My yep. model is. And I think you're similar. I'll come in one day a month for a few months, but not mm -hmm, forever mm -hmm. to yeah, train yeah, somebody yeah. and get the, yep. the ship going in the right direction. Ex and then exactly. I'm going to slowly tailor off yep. or back yep. off and let you do it. Yeah. Because yeah. having it's me come a, in too much is too expensive. It is. It is. It's right. You know, and, and we're here to help. So, and, and both of us have the same approach where we're here to mentor you know, yeah. we were both mentored at one time to get to where we are now. Now it's our opportunity to mentor other people. So that's exactly what we both do is we'll come into a client. We'll, you know, we assess what's going on and we talk about what you need and then go, okay, let's create a service plan. Let's, let's help you. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to be here forever because you should be able to own this responsibility and take it on. And then we go on, move on, find another client. You know, if you want us to come in, once a year, once every six months, say hey, that's cool. But you're, if you're managing it properly, you don't need us there every month, every day, every week, you yeah, know, I, every quarter. So. Follow the templates and yes. the plans that we create with the client together. Yep. yep. You know, if you can follow the, a simple direction, then yep. you'll do fine. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I guess I, I, here's an opportunity for us to toot our horns because – of all the consultants out there, you know, and uh, there's a lot of good ones, and unfortunately, there's a lot of bad ones. We we know that, and I think the whole industry knows that. But I think we're we're part of a group, a very small group, to be honest with you, that have come from the insurance sector and brought our knowledge to the transportation world to be able to say, I can tell you more 
than what I could tell you before. And now I can hold your hand and help you as to why it's so important you need to move in that direction. Because again, we were bound by liability clauses. We couldn't, no, you can't say that. You can't do that because the insurance company can't be held liable, right? So, well, now we don't have that problem because we don't work for the insurance company. So it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, and there's, you know, just to comment on the other good guys out there. So there's, you know, we've got a good background from an insurance perspective. There's other mm-hmm. safety consultants out there that have yep. a good background from other things, such as there's some of our competitors that are very worthy yep. are yep. XMTO officers. Exactly. Um, yes. Yes. You know, so yep. I give a shout out to those guys who have spent yep. their life, uh, you know, serving the government and now have sure. come into the private sector and yep. are competitors to us, but they're, they're mm-hmm. some of the good ones as well. Right. So, right. With that yep, exactly. last word, John, we're just coming up to the 30 minute mark. We've talked that long already. Holy <laughs> crap. I think the temperature has gone up four degrees in my office here because we're so long winded and hot, hot airbags talking about this. <laughs> but uh, Final words. You know what? If you're struggling, if you're trying to find your path, if you're trying to figure out what you're doing and your operation just needs some assistance, you know what? Look, look, I'll be honest. Look to guys like us. Look, look to the guys that can help you, that will mentor you. I'm a, I'm a big advocate for those that want to mentor. Do yourself a favor. Don't hire the guys that want to take it over for you. They're not going to help you. You know, they're going to do it for you and then you'll never learn anything. You'll never learn how to own it and how to take it on because, well, as consultants, we all come and go, right? And and it's it, our time's going to come up. We're going to retire. We're going to be on vacation. And when you need us the most, that's when you should know what you need to do so you don't need us the most. And I would uh, offer, uh, I'm sure you do this as well, where, hey, if somebody calls me up and if I spend 15 minutes, I've spent half hour lots of times on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I never mm-hmm. bill. It's just giving no. out advice, no. helping somebody no. else out because yep. – you know, at our age now, it is time to give back. So yes, if, yes, you know, if you need a, a quick answer and as I say 30 minutes, you may not think is a quick answer, but um, mm-hmm. John and I will certainly give you a 30 minute, uh, 30 minutes of our time at no charge mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. help you out just because it's time to be giving back. Yeah. Well, you know? and, and there's a lot of times that, you know, you could call up Chris or I and say, hey, when's the next time you're going to be in my area? You know, could you stop by and have a conversation with me? I'll stop in and I know Chris will do the same thing. We'll stop in and chinwag for 15, 20 minutes and see what it is you need and have a quick look and go, okay, yeah, here's some ideas we can do. And if you want, we can come back. We can we can give you a hand. Let's set something up and make it, make it happen, you know? So, but if anything, hey, if I can educate you in the just the least little bit way i know we've improved the industry a little bit well and that and quite possibly we've made our highways safer and those yeah. are the highways that we all share so yes great and i think with that let me wrap this one up hey that was john and i talking about how in the heck did we become safety professionals if you have any questions any goals and desires reach out to John, reach out to Chris. Our contact info is in the show notes down below. We're happy to help. It's time that we're given back. All right. And so with that, that is it for this week on the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. We're out of here.